We are here because we are dedicated to helping members of our community build lean, strong bodies and confident, resilient minds. Determined to elevate the lives of working professionals, stay-at-home parents, and anyone who is ready to level up their life. Our invigorating group fitness classes, practical nutrition programs, and authentic coaches help ignite your life. Find a place that believes in you. Find a place that challenges you. Find CrossFit South. What's up, Southpaw? It's Nick, and we're here with another episode of the Southpaw Spotlight Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about uh, how to approach the Open. We're coming into week two of the Open, and it's likely that we're going to see uh, our first two-part workout uh, this week. It could potentially be next week as well. Uh, but with that, we have uh, likely three scores remaining, and I want to discuss what you can do to maximize uh, the rest of the time that you have here. And it comes down into a, a few different things, things that you can do uh, now and things that we can do to prepare for the next year. Uh, so it, initially, I want you to think about your training focus shifting from our base, whether that's metabolic uh, strength uh, or otherwise our base building uh, into more of sharpening the edge. So what I mean by that is that we're going to be less concerned with uh, accumulating volume during uh, this phase over the next few weeks, then we are going to be with uh, really honing in on particular skills um, or um, other patterns that we are developing that can actually shift and improve your score as uh, you move deeper into the open. As an example, a quick Google search, you can find a list of movements that have come up in the year in the open um, every year or almost every year. So for example, double unders, thrusters, and toes to bar have been every single open um, that we've had. Uh, movements like chest to bar, wall balls, deadlifts, burpees uh, are also high on the list. Box jumps, handstand push-ups, bar muscle-ups, cleans, these kind of things, we know that we're probably going to start seeing them. There are other movements that we will likely not see uh in the open, uh, as an example, uh, longer distance running, we're probably not going to see that come up in the open. There has been speculation that we could see some sprint intervals like they did last year in quarterfinals. Um, and we could potentially see that happening. Uh, but there are certain movements given, uh, setup, um, and the logistics that we're not going to see swimming, right? Most people don't have access to a measured swimming pool, uh, much less with other equipment, uh, on the side of it. So with that information, what I would do is pick a couple of those movements to really focus in on. Um, and our focus is not necessarily just on doing them a lot. In fact, the volume should not be high at this point. The focus should be on improving efficiency. So let's take the double under, for example. Um Many people are working on developing consistent sets of double unders. Uh, we can work on, if you haven't got a double under yet, or maybe you can get one periodically, maybe you work on doing one single, one double, one single, one double, so that you can consistently work through those should they come up. Uh, another strategy for the more elite athletes, let's say you're pretty confident with your double unders. Maybe you're working on 
getting your first spin of your rope to be a double under rather than a single going into double unders. Uh, we can look at this with uh, wall balls we saw in 23.1. We're uh, launching the ball up. And if we keep our shoulders engaged at the top, they were putting a lot of tension on the shoulders. It's a difficult position to breathe in. If we work on swimming the arms back down to receive the ball, we take the shoulders off of tension and um, allow ourselves to get more reps under less fatigue. So if you have a tough time identifying what the particular couple movements might be for you, uh, feel free to talk to one of the coaches here or reach out to myself, uh, someone else, and we're happy to help you identify what those are and some strategies uh, to help you kind of take you to the next level in those movements. We're far enough into CrossFit now as a, a broad, um, you know, CrossFit starting in 2001, it's 20, 2020. 2023. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we've started to, to shift some of the focus from like just generally understanding movements into some of the more nuance, especially for athletes who have been doing CrossFit for two, three, four, five, six plus years. Uh, the, the, the focus is now on, Hey, how are we breathing during this movement? Uh, what are our arms doing on a squat, right? Like these more nuanced questions that allow you to get those, that extra five pounds, the extra couple reps. Um, and those are really the difference makers in the open. Uh, so the, the point number one would be shifting the focus from developing a base to the to developing your edge. Um, and within that, identifying opportunities for growth within the framework of what movements we are likely to see in the open. Secondly, and I would say of equal importance is our recovery and taper. So your CrossFit gym, wherever you go, should um, be programming in such a way that the overall total volume that you're doing is dropping a little bit uh, to allow your body to go from what it's used to um, and bring the intensity down, bring the volume down a little bit to prepare you to peak uh, whenever you do that workout. At Southpaw for us, that's Fridays. Um, and let's say Friday doesn't go super hot and you want to retest again on Sunday or Monday. I would then really look at Saturday, uh, not to take Saturday off, but to take Saturday down to um, a shorter workout, you know, three rounds instead of five or um, 10 minutes instead of 15, right? Um, and honing in a couple skills and not moving, maybe moving at 80% versus 95. Uh, so we're dialing everything back a little bit just to allow you to get some blood flow to flush it out. Um, and then to really hit that workout hard, you only have so many times that you can go into that well, um, of, of, of fatigue, uh, in a given week in a given time period. And we want to reserve those for the, uh, the performance based workouts of the open. Uh, so equally as important as our, our taper or the performance aspect, I would say is your recovery, nutrition, uh, supplementation and sleep sleep, make sure you're getting it. Make sure you're staying hydrated. That's low hanging fruit should be doing across the board. Uh, when it comes to nutrition supplementation, something that, uh, I've been guilty of, and I, I try to 
encourage people to not do or to avoid is to change up their diet drastically before, you know, right before the open, like all of a sudden they're like, you know, or I'm like, Hey, I want to perform super well. So I'm going to eat broccoli and chicken breast tonight. Well, if I typically eat, uh, ho-hos and, uh, chicken nuggets or whatever it happens to be, right. It's, it's not going to be good for me, for my system to deviate from that standard, uh, diet that I have the day of a competition. It's going to throw a curveball into the mix. Um, and I'm not going to perform uh, up to the level that I have been before. That being said, if you generally eat pretty clean, this is a great time to increase your protein intake. Uh, it's going to help you recover faster. Um, it's going to help you uh, get back in the game. It's going to increase, uh, you know, your, your muscles, uh, some hormonal, uh, you know, imbalances that could be getting on, uh, increases in, in, in cortisol levels. It'll combat that. So a lot to be said for that. And that's why, um, I do encourage, uh, most people to take a protein supplement in some form, uh, specifically after your workout. Uh, generally, when you do that, you would like to post-workout, if it's an intense workout, mix it uh, with some carbs. Uh, but on the overwhelming majority of people who work out on a regular basis do not get enough protein because we have a higher need for it uh, than people who are more sedentary in their life. Um, so those are things that I think are, are relatively easy, uh, to, to, you know, implement, uh, within a, a couple week time period, just to make sure that your body is fueled up and ready to go. You want to make sure that going into the workout, let's say you're doing Friday night lights that earlier in that day, you get enough carbs in this past Friday. Uh, I was having some car troubles and I had to, I think I stopped, uh, at, caribou or something. I got a breakfast sandwich just so I had some sustenance in my system. I had a protein shake earlier on in the morning, um, a health bar, whatever you want to call it uh, later. And then uh, that breakfast sandwich that gave me some of that, that energy, that the glycogen that my body needed that afternoon, that evening. Uh, and finally, once the open is over, uh, I would encourage you to take a look at the workouts that were assigned, what you did better in, what you uh, didn't do as well in, and kind of design a general training plan for the next year. Maybe you really want to dial in your toes to bar so that that's not a limiter, um, or you want to get your first pull up because that was where you fell off. For some people, it's getting that first muscle up. Now, overall, I will say that I don't believe that um, our training should uh, be dictated exclusively by the open. There are many more important things in life, uh, quality of life with your family, your friends, uh, you know, uh, how, you know, sleeping well at night, not constantly being stressed about uh, the gym. So we want what we're doing at the gym to augment what you do in the rest of your life, but it can be, uh, be rewarding to see this progress from year to year. And the open gives us a really good, uh, 
data set of, of information that we can use to give us some direction moving forward. It's akin to shooting a gun. Like if you're shooting a gun in the dark, you might hit something, you might not. Uh, but if we can turn the lights on, get a target, it's going to give us a lot of information as to, you know, what's going on, if we're doing things right, if we're not, uh, and, and allow us to move forward from there. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to myself or any of the coaches at Southpaw. We're more than happy to discuss this with you and to discuss some of the nuance uh, of the movements and strategies that will appear in the workouts moving forward.